0: Welcome to McAussey.tv, my international sports and sports comedy podcast. Well, I'm here in Edmonton at the magnificent Victoria Park, and it's the grand final of the Aussie Rules football here. We've been lucky to play this year, and we were the only province slash state that played last year because of COVID. Numbers are down slightly, but it's great that they're playing Aussie football here in Edmonton. Calgary were here last week and I put some videos up on my Twitter so hopefully you can check them out. Good to see the Hamilton Tiger Cats just defeated the Calgary Stampeders in the CFL. We talked about that game tonight on Sports Grid TV with Gabe and Cam and also my NFL picks and my new confidence level for the win the confidence level ranges between 52 and 82% for my NFL games. We've got the AFL Grand Final next week. I have already taken the Western Bulldogs at plus 6.5 points. It could go either way, could be an absolutely rip snorter of a game in Perth. Be about 4 a.m. Saturday morning mountain time in USA and Canada. So as you can see, the Aussie Rules football action in the background here on a magnificent night with the lights on. The days are getting shorter. Winter is coming. So now, now let's go to my segment, my 20-plus minute segment talking NFL and CFL on New York Sports Grid TV, radio, Sirius Radio, everywhere. It's all over the place. Enjoy.
1: Gossy right now. Time uh, for mixed picks. Yes. mix and picks. Mix picks. What's up,
0: Mick? Yeah, doing good, guys. And uh, yeah, loving the NFL as always. I have something new for you tonight. It's called my mixed confidence level. So we'll explain <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: mixed confidence level. <laughs> I love yep. the confidence level. Yeah, yeah, explain it dasper. to us
1: now. What's it yeah. tell us about the confidence? Yeah, put
2: it in, in the stew.
0: All right, I'm in this competition where it's money line for the win and aggregate. So the team you're most confident's gonna win, you put sixteen points on. The team you're least confident on, you put one point on. So thus I will have confidence level between eighty-two percent, which is sixteen times two thirty-two, plus fifty, and the least confident team I will have one times two plus fifty, which is 52%. So I will judge the games on confidence level between 82% and 52%. Basic mathematics.
2: Wow. My
1: god. What what are you like what, what are you Bill Nye the science guy here?
2: What the hell is going guy, on? This guy seriously, this guy went to Harvard. What's going on here? <laughs>
1: 82% 62 <laughs> so simple, simple,
2: like simple mathematics. Simple
1: mathematics. So your confidence level. Huh? Confidence uh, actually, level, I, all right. I
2: do like no so it it like that, and I was like down. I like this stuff. Confidence. Oh, it's part of the new sheet. All right, yeah, so Mick, frame this says, one. All right
1: Mick, Why don't you just read us your confidence level picks of the week? Give us from your give us from uh give us from the least confident to the most confident. Just rattle them off. All Okay, but just before we
0: do this, remember this? Last week, I picked Dolphins yeah, by screen, one yeah. point. Dolphins by one point, 17-16 over the Patriots. So just say I got it exactly right. Bit lucky, though. But the mmmm was There were 16 games. What about the 15 others? This this was last week. Dolphins versus Patriots on your show. I went through it. I picked Dolphins by one.
1: I know, but you picked a million games also last week. You picked all the games. He's the only one with the calculation, (laughs) though. That landed. Oh, that's good job. Good job. How did the picks do? How did you do last week? How did the picks do? How did the gut feel, NFL knowledge, and everything do? What was the record? I uh,
0: went 10 and 6 against the spread, and my best bets at the end of your show. I went five and one. I'm taking the Titans to cover because I had them at four and a half. So you might say I was four and two, but I'm going to take five and one at the end of the show. And it's up. I tweeted it to you. So you all think that I'm a lying virus. I'm not. I don't talk rubbish. (laughs)
1: Lying virus. Who the hell said that about you? I'm just calling you a liar.
0: Don't worry about trolls.
1: All right. uh, So now, Mick. So uh, what do you got? (laughs) Yeah, go (laughs) Go from me. That's a sim- sim-
2: simple mathematics, Gabe. <laughs> simple
1: mathematics. I love it. The uh, the confidence level. All right. So Let's go, uh, back. go go from the least to the top. So sort of like the Miss America pageant. They don't start at the top, right? They're like yeah. in the tenth place. So start start at the bottom. What do you got for us? All right.
0: Well, I'm calling upset and the least confident. I had no gut feel on this. I did my equation. And it's come out so even. I'm going to go Cowboys. Just a very tough game. I hope they do beat those surfers out there. And they won't really have any home field advantage, those serious. LA boys, because the Cowboys fans travel. The first game with crowds. I think the Cowboys might get over very just. So I'm giving them one point, And that's a 52% confident level. And obviously I hope they win because the charges are in my Broncos division.
1: All right, next.
0: All written down. Let's go to number five. I have, oh, this is see, I did two games on my calculation and I really had not much gut feel on this one. And it's your team, the Bills versus the Dolphins. And I really thought the Dolphins might get up in that one, but with my calculation, I work out the Bills to win by about six and seven. They smashed them last year. Josh Allen really did play well. So I'm giving the uh, Bills to win by six to seven, and that's a confidence level of 60%. Should be a ripper of a game down there. And all you American young kids that call the dolphins fish, no, they're mammals. They're not fish. They are mammals. They breathe air and they... They are
1: not fish. They are mammals. Oh, the hell are you a fair. professor today? Like, what's going on, <laughs> yeah, man? Yeah. Math, <sighs> mammals. So, listen, John Doe in California has a very fair question for Mick Ossie. What's the difference between the gut feel and the confidence level? Confidence level.
2: Actually, good question.
0: Uh, there is a lot, yes. The, the confidence level is a result of the points that I give from yeah, 16 right, no. to 1. Yeah. as i explained at the start of the show so my most confident here we go 16 points i'm most confident that tom brady yep. has nine days to drill the hell into his players for only just beating those cowboys he's like the main oh mate tom brady eh? i think the bucks will absolutely smash those falcons and will cover and thus a confidence level of eighty-two percent, sixteen points on the Bucks to win and cover, and one of the best bets of the week. They will destroy those Falcon birds.
1: Imagine Virgin being checks. mixed bookie and taking these calls.
2: Yeah, it's like you got really like what? Okay, just make sure it's documented, audio and on okay. paper. Uh,
1: all right, so. So your best bet yeah, in other words is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to cover against the Atlanta Falcons. What's your second highest level of confidence bet?
0: Oh, here we got we got um we got the Browns, the Cleveland Browns, eh. Even though the Texans might cover that, I think the Browns should definitely win that on the money line. That's a confidence level of 80%. And then after that, that is a 15 points. And I'm not saying they're going to cover, but they are definitely going to win that one. That's the confidence level. And then after that is the Broncos at 14 points. And I like the Broncos. The Broncos to win and cover. The Broncos will destroy Steffi Graf and the Jags. Broncos to win and cover.
1: Minus six is one of my best bets as well. Aside, we'll get Mick CFL picks. And <laughs> what are your multis? You well, point spread picks, Mick. Point Maltes. spreads. Multies. <laughs> got Mick Wish- aussie with us. Who uh Mick, um, who are you on in the CFL games tonight? Mick, uh, me and Cameron are on Calgary and um uh, we're on Saskatchewan. Rough Riders tonight. Who you got tonight? Oh, I hope it's uh, the Tiger Cats. I'm not a stampede fan,
0: as you know. I'll take the Tiger Cats, and I will take the Riders <laughs> to win, but maybe the Argos cover that three and a half. So uh, the Riders, the Riders, the Watermelon Heads are pretty good at home. But, hey, don't underestimate those Argos. They've done some good recruiting over the off season, and, uh, yeah, I quite like the Argos.
1: What about the BC Lions and Montreal Alouettes? Who you got there?
0: Oh, I am going for the upset here. Lions have played well in Montreal over the years, and I like the Lions definitely at plus four and a half, I think it is. Uh, So I like the Lions to win and cover that one. Absolutely. They're, They're doing all right, mate. I do like your team, though. I like the Alouettes as well. So that'll be a ripper of a game to watch.
1: And uh, you're going to the Edmonton Elks uh, game. It's the Mick uh, Mick experience. We've asked Mick yes, how much and- of the game he actually sees at the game cam. Have you seen Mick on Twitter at these games? He's like a cameraman. He's like in a concourse yeah, yeah. He, drinking beer. Yeah, he He's interviews like, the guy who looks
2: like oh. uh, Optimus Prime. Yeah. He's like, I am Edmonton uh, yeah, yeah. fan. You know, yeah, he meets all these characters. <clears throat> Well, do you blame
0: me? Because the Alps haven't won a game here. They've won in BC and in Calgary, and they've been absolutely terrible at home. Now, Well, it's because you actually... don't
1: support them. Maybe if you were actually in a stand supporting them, they would win. They ever thought about that?
0: Well, you, you know I'm BC Lions, number one. I'll tell you why BC Lions like you <laughs> is because the media guy, Matt Baker likes you, Gabe. I chatted to him. He did an article on Dash about the Grey Cup fan base because Dash paid the four hundred bucks, and then Dash told him about me, and I paid the four hundred bucks to be on the Grey Cup fan base. So he did an article about me and Dash, and he knows you. So Matt Baker, the media guy at BC Lines, is like yeah, you, Gabe. That's why
1: you're on the uh, you're on the Grey Cup. You're saying your name is on the Grey Cup.
0: Yeah, they bought out this thing for the Grey Cup fan base, and it's going to be on the bottom where you pay 400 bucks. And yeah, why not? Why not? Dash and I did it, and it's going to so be the So Imagine, Kevin, you win the memorable. Grey Cup.
1: You hold it up, and you see Mick Aussie. <laughs>
2: <That's a> fast, <laughs> the trophy. 400 bucks seems like a pretty good price to get your name on. That. Is it like, what is this? Like, how does it work, Gabe? Is the, it a replica trophy or like, what's the deal?
1: No, no, like it's the Grey Cup. They're making like a base of it. Oh, another ring!
2: Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there so go. they put it ah. on,
1: and then you have your name. So, like, that's supporters great. Supporters of the league type thing. Supporters that's nice. of the league, you know. It's a good, it's a good idea, lead, actually. I, I don't it know. Is. It's a good gift. It's a good gift. I agree. For somebody, yeah, I bought your name on the Great Cup. Yeah. Well, the Great Cups in Hamilton this year, huh? It's too bad. Why is everything always like three thousand miles away from wherever I am? That's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, wherever I go, be it's like, that oh, way. it's
1: over there now. It's there, there, like. Hey, the Raptors. Oh, no, now we got to go there. Canadians finally make the cup. Oh, yeah, but you're 3,600 yeah. miles away. Um, exactly. All right, Mix. So what are the point spread picks? The picks, Mick. Your multis, as they say in Australia. The Hungry Jack Burger King multi of the week. What's the parlay of the week? The multi. What do you got for us? All right. Or your single best few. bets. All right.
0: Broncos and Rams, money line multi plus one, one, one. Then a three teamer. Broncos Rams Cardinals plus 216 and then on the you can also do this on the margin so plus minus multi bucks Broncos plus 264 and then the Rams so that's all that's all multi margin plus minus add the Rams plus 595 Add the Cardinals for a four team margin spread multi plus 1282. (laughs) I also like the Lions to cover. Packers will probably win, but they're in trouble. What do you think? Old uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't really care in the offseason. Lions to cover. And also, like the Chiefs to cover as well. I think there's some money to be made on the minuses this week. I think four or five games could really be big wins for certain teams.
1: I'm just imagining trying to take these bets as the parlay cam. Imagine, like, uh, what's your parlay?
2: It's going to be hard to lay uh, points with the Packers in that situation. I just big, like big, the, the
1: ad, the plus two, four, plus three. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Two.
2: It's the big. are killing
1: me, Mick. Good stuff, though. Good insight for sure all right so let's get let's get the updated point spreads right now because i do believe mick as you stated i think the road teams home field doesn't mean anything more in the nfl we talk about it guys 13 and 4 against the spread the underdogs are so these are the updated numbers right now steelers are up to six and a half so it's five and a half up to six and a half i don't trust the steelers i would go with the raiders or pass here but i'm not really in love with the raiders here cam you got a big opinion on that one
2: no, I don't. I think I think the Steelers are going to win the game. I'm not sure if they're going to cover. So if you want to put, like, mixed plays and multis with, uh, with with Pittsburgh, I got no problem. I'm not laying six and a half points, though. No way.
1: The Chicago Bears are two and a half point favorites. This is one of your best bets, Cam, right? The
2: the Bears. Love the Bears this week. I, hey, see, you said it. Share pans on all these shows. Everyone's talking about the Bengals killing these guys. I think it's going to be a different story. Andy Dalton sure is at home, but let's remember, they're going to bring out Justin Fields a lot in this game, man. If they're at home, the, the crowd wants it. They're going to get it. I'm telling you, I think the Bears get get, get a win by 7 to 10 points. I think they uh, cover. Go Bears. We on, Mick. Bengals or Bears? Oh,
0: yeah, that's one of my upsets. I think the Bengals might upset those Bears. Those Bears are as useless as koala bears sitting in gum trees doing nothing all day. I don't think they're very good. I think the Bengals hey. will beat them. And, uh, yeah not very keen on the bears average team
1: all right um houston texans and the cleveland browns i like the bears for the record too don't love it like thank it. you um cleveland browns are laying 13 as well remember guys i played that teaser last night so i've got the browns minus two and a half and i got the bills plus seven uh the rams and the colts i don't know i don't know it's another game i don't like i like to get a lot of games but these aren't the ones all right buffalo and Miami. Cam. Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins. What are you doing with this one, Cam?
2: Uh, This is the week that uh, I I make the Bills one of my favorite plays of the week. I like the Bears. I like the Bills. BB, I'm going to tell you something, Gabe. You know the way it works down in South Florida. Buffalo Bills fans are going to travel well for this game. If you really watch the New England game, uh, Tua wasn't really great in that game. They also, Harris fumbled at the end. I think Mick said this earlier on in the program. I like the Bills to win this game by between 7 and 10 points, maybe even 13 I think they co- easily com- cover the number. Give me the Buffalo Bills, buddy, all day. Mick,
1: what do you think about the uh, what do you think about the Rams and Colts and then the Bills and Dolphins games? Yes, I like the Rams to win that and win
0: that well. I said it last week. Rams were going to win easily, and they did. Oh, Carson Wentz. I don't know. He's average. I don't dislike him, but I think the Rams' defense will get after him, and I do like the Rams to continue and be one of the best teams this season. I like the Rams to win and win well. Even though it's in Indy, I'm not too worried about that. It's indoors, whatever.
2: What do you think, Cam? It's hard to trust. I don't don't trust either of them. I don't really like it. I think the Rams
1: are overrated, and I don't like Carson Wentz. I agree. I don't like either of them.
2: Funny you mentioned that. I don't really like the game either. I think the Rams win. Maybe the Colts cover games between one and four. That's exactly where the line is. I just don't trust Carson Wentz, so slightly into the Rams. Don't like the game. Um next week, finally, we're gonna get a chance to bet against the Rams. The
1: Tampa Bay Buccaneers. so it's, it's the Bucs and the Rams. I think a good team will beat the Rams, but I think like these, <laughs> I don't think india are a good team, at least not with Carson Wentz uh running running the operation. Uh, New England Patriots. I got the Patriots at mine. It was three and a half earlier in the week. I got it at three. It's all the way up to six right now. Cam, Patriots, Jets. What do you think happens?
2: I, I don't like points. this game either. Uh, it is a lot of points. I was actually considering taking the Jets, but I think the Patriots win probably a money line play there. Maybe throw it in some of mixed multis, but I'm not sure if they're gonna Benny cover the and numbers. The Jets. Jets. Steam, Gabe. You got hey, you got it at three. Do you like the steam? The shower's hot. Three becomes six. That's a little bit too hot for me in the shower. I like a cold shower because I'm a very, very hot guy. I told you I'd live in an igloo. Mick lives in Edmonton. It's very cold there, my type of place. I don't know, Gabe. Steam hurts. I think the Jets might cover. Indy wins. i sorry, New England wins.
1: Mick, what about the Jets and the Patriots?
2: Ah, oh, the Patriots are not going to go zero and two. I
0: like the Patriots to win. Maybe cover, but you guys talk too much on the cover. What's really important is winning that game. So put the Patriots in a money line multi.
1: <laughs> uh, right, thanks, Dad. The cover. Right. we got to talk about cover. Get ready next week. <laughs> Melbourne Demons, Western. Western oh. AFL Finals. Thanks, Mick.
0: All right, See you later. Have a good weekend. <laughs>
1: well that was again a
0: lot of fun on New York sports grid TV series XM channel 204 the Mightier 1090 in California YouTube everywhere talking NFL and CFL with Gabe Renzi and Cam Stewart now I've had a few of my mates ask me about betting See, a lot of people are new to betting, and basically I'm only studying it myself because it keeps me on the show. I bet for a bit of fun, but I'll never become a crazy gambler-holic like Gabe. He admits it, he doesn't care. So let's now do some uh, betting for dummies, like those books. We'll, we'll call it betting for beginners and my mates Brad and Marcus racing truck driver mates have asked me this week about some betting knowledge so let's start off with for the win or called money line so it's basically you bet say five bucks on a team to win and if they're about even odds you will double your money if they are say favored by five well, then you won't quite double your money. And then like this week where the bucks are favoured by about twelve and a half, well, it's probably not really worth it betting on the money line because you will make some money but not much at all. So it is a bit of a risk. Also, there is what's called money line multis or parlays. Parlays? When I first heard the word parlay, I'm wondering what the hell is a parlay? What, did I get some hot chicken banger on the golf course? Did I get a par four and then the hot babe I was playing golf with asked me into the bushes and I got laid on a par four? Very interesting term, parlay we call them multis in Australia and that's when you put two or more bets together and win a multi parlay on the money line. Part two of betting for beginners. So let's continue the money line betting terminology for the win and money line multis or parlays. So as I said, you can put say two teams together and then you can get odds of, say, plus 100. Plus 100 is doubling your money. And then if you put three teams together, it might pay out, say, plus 200, and then you more than double your money. So we can look at the calculation, and then you can put, say, four teams together, and it might be plus 500, and then you five times your money. But I like to do this for NFL, I like to put a five team money line multi parlay together and if you get all five teams, you might five, six times your money. Then if you put a 10 teamer together, whoa, you can make more money. And for a bit of fun it's better than playing the lottery. I'll put a 15 or 16 teamer together, might only put three or five bucks on it. But if I happen to get that, it will pay out hundreds or thousands of dollars. So try it, try and put two teams that you're very confident will win together in a two or three team money line multi. Well, I tell you what, I wish someone could have grabbed that plane and flown me back to Australia yesterday. I'm the happiest I've been on a Saturday for a very long time because the mighty South Gaula lines won their first a-grade premiership in quite a while last night defeating the williston donny brooks Ha! Oh, it is the south call alliance 38th a-grade premiership for quite a few years we were up there with the best record of a-grade premierships in australia but we hadn't won since 1993 and it's our 38th premiership i was watching on youtube last night with a girlfriend we were down 44 to 0 it was like a few of the bigger stronger fellas for the williston donny brooks versus the teenagers well the south Gordon Alliance, can you believe this they were down 57 to 0 before half time they kicked four goals just before half time And then talking to my great mate Bobby Bilney today, the water boy, he says at half time, the coach Gavin Chaplin, the former Central District's great player, said to the guys, if we can get the first few goals, we are right back in this. And Bobby said they did. They scored the first three goals in the third quarter, got back into it. And then the lead changes hands several times in the last quarter and the lines got up 15-5, 95 to 14-5, 89 in a magnificent, maybe the greatest win in a very long time. 57 to nothing, check Google. There's no way any team has come back from that far down and won, scoring no points. Congratulations to everyone involved in my favourite home club, love the Lions awesome, so happy. Just chatting to my brother and Booney on Messenger, Bobby Bilney, uh had a chat to him as I said on video Messenger and the President, the boys will be back at the club on Sunday no doubt having some more beers and celebrating and then again tomorrow and probably all week well as per the last 10 or so episodes i finished my international sports and sports comedy podcast with readings from my grandfather's amazing book. He left Belfast and he's in the second year working in Australia on the west coast near Cleve. Shearing time was always a busy but very interesting time for me during these first years in Australia. There were always plenty of laughs and pranks played around the shearing shed especially if Jack Elliot was around. You had to keep your eye on him or you might get a wet sheep dag down your open neck shirt. Ha! <laughs> That's a piece of sheep shit. Too funny. And there were also many yarns told at Smoko. Smoko's the break where you have a smoke and a cup of tea and a bit to eat. One of them, the men, was called away to the phone one day. I don't think he was used to the telephone. And when he came back with a disgusted look on his face, he said, Some of these telephone blokes are silly coots. They just rang up to say it's a long distance from Sydney. (laughs) So the guy said, you have a long distance phone call from Sydney. And he thought it just said a long distance. That's funny. In these days, when I was first in Australia, sheep were shorn with blades which was much harder work than with the present-day machine shearing and shearing sheds were not up to the standard of present-day sheds. One thing in those days was up to date on the allotment property and that was the food. The homestead was a six-room house with a veranda on the front. It had three main bedrooms, a large dining room with a large open fireplace and a piano a big farm kitchen and a spare room. The kitchen didn't have many conveniences, only a large number, three-wood stove with a two-gallon cast-iron boiler and a large cast-iron kettle, which were always on the stove. Water had to be carried from a 3,000-gallon galvanised iron tank outside the house. The only lighting was from table lamps, which burned kerosene. The floors in the house were of cement and the walls were cement plastered. Although this was just a plain farmhouse it was very happy home and head of this home was Mrs Elliot mother of 13 children six boys and seven girls. Wow a hardy pioneer of the early days of the Cow Cleve districts. In 1879 Mrs Elliot came over to the Cow district when just a young girl to work for James Melrose. She was accompanied by her mother, brother and three sisters. The Elliott family took up the Tucky Farm in 1914, the year of the great Australian drought. In 1925, Mr Elliott died, but the family battled on and succeeded against very trying odds. The three years I spent with the Elliott family were very happy ones, although I was have stated there were not many conveniences in those days we were 25 miles from Cleve, a small town in those days with three grocery shops two banks one doctor a hospital a post office a barber's shop and a hotel there was no chemist shop so the doctor had to dispense all the medicines. the 25 mile road was very rough and dusty in summer and very slippery in winter or when there was heavy rain, so it was difficult to keep a car on the road. We received one mail each week, and this came by car from Cleve and Rudal. The mailman also delivered our weekly paper, The Chronicle. Always looked forward to Fridays, as that was the day the mail arrived, and was always hoping for some news from home. After three happy years at the Elliott Farms, Sometimes living at Tucky and sometimes at Jack's farm, I had to leave as the depression was at its worst with f- poor crops and low prices for all farm products. Hurdle got a job for me with Mr Horace Tillman on a farm about four miles from Tucky. I was very sorry at having to leave the Elliot's home, although I was not very far away more amazing stories from my grandfather's incredible book entitled Number 6 to Number 8, where he left Belfast, Ireland in 1927 and went to work in the outback, the west coast of South Australia.